Welcome, everybody, to Uncle Jimmy Ray Saves the Day. Anchor.fm, if you ain't heard of it, number one, you need to get your ass out from up under that rock you've been living under. Number two, it offers you all these easy and great benefits like free listening, free podcasting. You know, they put their stuff out there on Apple, Google, Spotify. 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 Somebody needs to write that better. It's really easy to make money with them, too. All you need is your mama, your cousin, a couple other people. You can make about $9.99 a month. Easy enough to pay off your student loans that you got, you know, because everybody's student loans about that cheap. So it's pretty much the best meal ticket you can ask for with starting a podcast or just getting your feet wet, you know, finding stuff you like to listen to. Anchor.fm, baby, listen in! episode of Friends Facts and Fiction. As always, this episode is made possible by our local convenience stores, the misappropriation of history, and you. And now to your hosts, Justin Hammonds, Grant Bramlett, and Drew Shelnut. What's up? What's happening, world? This is Friends and Facts and Fiction Podcast, episode 9. A conquest, a door to Pizarro. Um, today we're talking about Francisco Pizarro. I like pizza rolls. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a he's a foul person and a dumb person, uh, <laughs> dumb pig farmer. Anyway, um, but I'm Justin Hammonds, and I'm looking at Drew Shellnut. Hey, how you doing? In uh, one of the flyest fucking tracksuits <clears throat> I've seen this side of Mississippi. Series of that. If you don't know, if you're unaware, uh, season two vibes is all going to be us rocking track suits and cool hats. Uh, it's been short sleeve button up mafia out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> season. But Drew has on this black jumpsuit uh, track suit with, yeah, baby. Uh, with tigers all over it and some type of floral pattern yeah. and shiny gold stripes down the side. Like, like, uh, Rays of the sun captured yeah. in gold <laughs> pattern. Super shiny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, he, Grant, yeah. Grant said he fucking scared some chick at the fucking yeah, gas yeah. station. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, Grant went into the went yeah, like, into the, the gas station, and this uh, lady pulled up beside us and got out of her car and did a double take. <gasps> the second take, the second take wasn't so good. <laughs> <laughs> She, she looked like she almost pooped her pants. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. You like you just uh, hopped out of a Yakuza van or something. You know, I got a couple of Uzis on me, baby. I'm <laughs> <laughs> also looking at Grant Bramlett. Oh, hello there. Uh, you know, show sleeve button up style still with the uh, the llama. The That's llama right. shirt today. Yeah, llama's on it today. Yeah. Llama, llama, it, llama. Interesting you, you chose a llama button up today. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's for a reason. No, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay, never mind. I think well, the I think the llama the llamas originated from Cusco, and we're not talking about that place. Right, right. So, Cusco, yeah. So yeah, Cusco. you failed. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, guys. You ever you ever think that you find a new groove, man? You know, mm, you know, since no touchy touchy, nice and subtle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, uh, we'll get to that reference later. Anyway, um. But yeah, man, um, we're we're back and we're still doing it. And thank y'all for listening. We love all y'all. And actually, Drew brought up a good point or a good insight uh, earlier when we we're going over the doc. Um, we've got listeners in the UK, Argentina, France, Ireland, Puerto Rico, New Zealand, and Canada. And thank all of you listeners. Um, and you know, tell your friends. Listen to it. If you listen to it on iTunes, uh, give us that five star. So we can get this train rolling a little faster. Um, and if you want to support us, you can always go to anchor.fm.com backslash friends, facts, and fiction. And uh, you can throw us a little so a little monies, mm-hmm, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, we need monies. To circle and back around on the five-star rating thing, one, that'd be a very sweet thing to do. But two, apparently, 
we get popped to like the front of these the little like the suggested line. playlists yeah, yeah. and and, pod, and podcasts and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, you, you'd be helping promote these hot facts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you legit like it, yeah, uh, it would be really really helpful for us. Yeah. So definitely. And um, one more shout out to the homie uh, Steve McThrill. Uh, who should probably just be a research assistant at this point. That'd be great, yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. Grant is going through hell every week will, trying to research this shit. I will happily accept your resume, <laughs> yeah, Grant, Grant, Grant and Drew are uh, going through it. You know me, I'm just the cool guy that talks a lot. Uh, so, <laughs> But uh, he, uh, he dropped me some hot fact, uh, fact checked, uh, checks on some shit we dropped in the Cortez episode. Uh, apparently, like, Academics and professionals still perf- uh, like talk about uh, the Dominican Republic and Haiti as Hispaniola. They still say it's Hispaniola, and which is fucked up because Columbus called wrong. it that and it's like whatever. But yeah. like, it's still a thing. Um, mm. And I think we just we were so frustrated. It's like that's not a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> there's not there's no no facts there, but it's it's still a fact. Um, and also, uh, he mentioned the fact that. Uh, descendants of Montezuma are still considered Spanish nobility. Mm. Which uh, is also fucked up. Which is fucking wild, bro. <laughs> like, but, um, but yeah, if you missed that Cortez episode, go back and listen. Um, you know, because we mentioned, again, what we're doing in these next few episodes. Uh, Columbus to Cortez to Bizarro is a, what, like a 30-year span of Spanish? Essentially, yeah. Yeah, it's really not that long. Like, no, it's not very of, long. Like, yeah sort of on top of each other if you will yeah. yeah um it's with timelines it's just they just hit it fast and hard and yeah. like spread out yeah. over you know the regions of central and south america and and this this sparks like columbus really sparks tra- uh, slave trade of africans but like all these cortez and bizarro help weaken the world enough for it to be uh even more prevalent and then it gets into America. Yeah, and absolutely. We're going to cover all that coming up soon, but that's a lot of thick details that has us all in drinking benches right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, man, we're just out here living, you know, do, doing the things and the stuff <laughs> with the stuff and the things. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm finally bartending, so that's cool. Um, you know, stuff, man, things. That's true. So to keep this thing moving, um, we're going to get into the S-O-D, S-O-D-O-W, So-do. song of the day, song of the mm-hmm. day of the week, yeah. however you feel about doing it. And I think it's uh, Tracksuit Shorty uh, times. Oh, snap. <laughs> snap. I think it's Drew's turn today. Hell yeah, I don't got a new fucking fly-ass name. <laughs> Tracksuit Shorty up in this bitch. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, uh, open up the S-O-D-O-W mm-hmm. with... A song by Genesis. Okay. He going 80s on us, huh? Yeah, baby. Oh, Girl yeah. school, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brand so, uh, new song. Yeah, yeah. Brand <laughs> new song by Genesis. <laughs> called <laughs> Land of Confusion. Yeah, Land of Confusion. It matches. Mm-hmm. The '80s vibes, but still facts, bro. Like, that's yeah. the world we live in, bro. Like, yeah. So you know. this is the world we live in. This is the hands we're given. Um, and essentially, the second part of that says, "Let's use them. These hands that we've been giving, uh, yeah. given in this world that we live in, so we can make it worth fighting worth for." Fighting for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he dropped some hot bars, bro. Not gonna lie. Yeah, uh, and um, the music video, by the way, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's done by Henson, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's my favorite video of all time. Very much Jim Henson. Henson's a beast, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. They look so weird. Yeah, it's yeah. great. The weird, but, like, very character-style yeah. shit is dope. And then, you know, yeah, I actually, um, um, what's his name? Singer. Um, Phil Collins. Uh, his head alone went for $1.2 million. That's crazy. Bro. Oh, I didn't know that. Just the head alone. That's cool. Yeah. That's some good head. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
There you go. There's that low hanging fruit. Hey, to get it. There's that, that low hanging fruit. Just for you. Oh, we're going to slide up out of there. We're going to slide up out of there. You know. Hey. All right. Oh, anyway, man. but yeah, Henson, Henson's a beast, bro. Like uh, his, his family, uh, his whole family is just full of uh, creative ideas and artworks and stuff. His son yeah. is a beast. Um, and his daughter, the, shout out to her. She, yeah. the new Dark Crystal. She definitely killed. So good. The Dark Crystal, the new one, I've watched yeah. it the three series? times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've watched it three awesome, times man. and I'm like awaiting the next one. Yeah. Yeah. With, it's, you know, it's amazing. Truly impressive. Faded breath. Because they, they still use the animatronics, but also on top of the new CGI, it looks oh, yeah. amazing. Bro. Yeah, it's, 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 it's super awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Check that out if you have not. Uh, Netflix, Netflix and chill. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and slide up in this uh Pizarro, these hot facts, man. Yes, uh, sir. Get you a little popcorn, get ready. You know what I'm saying? Do you slide in yeah. there, Francisco Pizarro? <laughs> <laughs> do you do the preemptive strike on slide uh, up in there? I love it. Yeah, I gotta say, slide up in there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just preemptive strike it with the. Oh, no, anyway. that was good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> so much so, one more time. Yeah. Francisco Pizarro was born in Trujillo, Spain, <laughs> as the illegitimate son of uh, infantry colonel uh, Gonzalo Pizarro mm-hmm. and to a woman named Francisca Gonzalez, a woman of so poor his name means. after his uh, mother, basically. No, no, no. He's named after his father. Francisca Gonzalez is his mom. His name is Francisco. Uh huh. So it's, it's a male name. Uh, <laughs> male I'm, name. Male name. I'm, okay. I'm saying like the the influence there. Oh, sure. Came from sure. his mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First name from Jesus mom. Christ. Last name from dad. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna let you talk, bro. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. Go ahead. Drop the facts, bro. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, we actually don't really know when he was born. S- sometime in the 1470s. A lot of uh, historians think 1475. But little attention was also paid to his education, so he grew up um, illiterate and remained so his entire fucking life. <laughs> An illiterate pig former. Yeah. Hell Annihilated yeah. a fucking whole kingdom. Uh-huh. Anyway. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, but his father served in Navarra, and in the Italian campaigns under Cordoba. His mother married late in life and had a son, Francisco Martin de Alancantara? Alancantara. Something like that. Alcantara. Who was at the conquest of Peru with his half-brother, Francisco, from its inception. Uh, though his father, Francisco, uh, through his father, Francisco was a second cousin, once removed, of our old boy from last week. Oh, uh, yeah. He was his cousin. Made them cousins. Yeah. Yeah. Skipping forward quite a bit, on November 10th in 1509, Pizarro sailed from Spain to the New World with Alonso de Ojeda on an expedition to the Gulf of Urbana in Tierra Firm. You are not never sail with the (laughs) Haida. Where he became a participant in Ojeda's failed colony. Now, real quick, Ojeda sailed over with Columbus on his second expedition to the quote unquote Indies. <laughs> and then he mm-hmm. later went with Amerigo Vespucci. Oh. Yeah, the homie oh, who. Oh, yeah. With America is named, named after. after? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Um, so, I, I like to pronounce it Amerigo Vespagina. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. He set up uh, Santa Cruz, which became just a hot fucking mess. See, after uh, its establishment, he goes back to Spain to get more men and supplies, but apparently too many men and not enough supplies. So during this 15-month journey, which is way too long, which is normally like nine months or so, but yeah, yeah. Um, they're running out of food and they're all half starved and crazed by the time they get there. And the natives were already pissed off on top of everything. So when they get there, they're trying to retake control of Santa Cruz, half starved, crazed. And they were given like kind of the shitty version of a flintlock right, uh, musket. Yeah, right? yeah. So it was like a wick. Uh, they called it a matchlock. 
but it was basically yeah, just a fucking Jesus. candle wick was just hanging off the side of the Jesus gun. Jesus Christ, bro. And so you had to light a match and then hope that the wick takes Catch, yeah, and then yeah. ignites the gunpowder. So can you just imagine you're just like, oh, don't let the wind, don't let the wind, and then, yeah. then the Indians it, just come it's in like, and get It's you. like trying yeah. to light a cigarette in a fucking windstorm. Right, basically. exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to get the right <laughs> angle on them. And like, Goddamn. <laughs> so, uh, Ojeda was actually imprisoned by how bad of a job he did. He eventually goes back to Spain and hired our pig farmer, ah. Mr. Pizarro. Um, oh, no reedy, no righty pig farmer. Yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> at this point, all he could afford was like these six really so sad, was, so tiny So he like ships the first policeman to get over? Wow. Pizarro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Gonna, I went there. We're going to slide up out of there, kids. <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah, six sad, tiny ships. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So they get back over there. This is where Pizarro is left in charge, commanding, or at least trying, the remnants of this broken colony until he eventually just abandoned it with the survivors. He then sailed to Cartagena and joined the fleet of Martin Fernandez de Encisco mm. in 1513. And so that thing we talked about earlier, but I, I think it's just kind of crazy to remember that this is so close in time to where, like, Hernan Cortez is still doing his thing. He's really just getting yeah. ramped up at this point, you know? Yeah. And um, Columbus was just, what, 20 years before that? Yeah. So, I mean, like, the, guy I mean that, like, bro, like, the guy that hired him went on Columbus's second expedition over to the Americas, exactly. you know? And so it's just absolutely crazy. Um, the following year, Pedro Arias de Valia... Davila uh, became the newly appointed governor of Castilla, Castilla de Oro and succeeded Balboa, who Balboa was pretty close to Pizarro. Mm. But when the powers uh, got changed up or whatever, Pizarro immediately jumped to Balboa's like proverbial ship, making Balboa super stoked about it. Right. So super during stoked the, about it? Super stoked about it, yeah. <laughs> during the next five years, Pizarro then became a close associate associate of Davalia and the governor assigned him as repartimentio. <laughs> I've never knew how to pronounce that. I've never been able to pronounce that. Uh, which is basically a yeah. shepherd yeah, of cattle. Just and a fucking cowboy, natives. basically. Yeah. So he goes from being a pig farmer to a cattle. A repartimentio ranger, you know, yeah. <laughs> which is funny. When Devalia decided to get rid of Balboa out of distrust, he instructed Pizarro to personally arrest him and bring him to stand trial. Huh. Balboa was beheaded in January of 1519. For his loyalty to, to Devalia, Pizarro was rewarded the position of mayor and magistrate of the then recently founded Panama City. So, so <sighs> this motherfucker... Went from illiterate pig farmer to mm-hmm. hopping on a ship mm-hmm. to becoming a cattleman yeah. to just getting somebody killed, and now he's a mayor. Exactly. That's that's where he's that's his beginning. That's how he gets to it's become fucking this dude leading expeditions. Let's see, it's the it's the stroke of luck shit I talked about, bro. Well, like, the first attempt to what? to to go into South America was actually by um, in 1522, okay, uh, by Pascal de and. Uh, and a goya. And a goya. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was actually told by a few natives when he, he he landed there that there was a land of gold. So essentially what happened with him happened with Cortez. Yeah. It's like they with, promised this oh, gold. No, 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 no. Yeah. There's gold over there. Yeah, yeah. Keep no, no, going. No, not here. Not no, here. Not here. Keep going. Yeah. There's bro. gold over there. <laughs> but you know, they you know they essentially said it was um in the gold-rich territory of Viru, which was on the river called Peru, which was later bastardized as Peru. Peru. Mm. Right. Wow. This is the reason yeah. they got attacked, by the way, but yeah. Go ahead. So Pizarro was like, ah, oh, sweet. So he took his little priest with him, Hernando de Luc, and a soldier, Diego del Almagro. Uh, Diamagro uh, will actually show up um, his stupid ass throughout the rest of our reading um, because he's uh, a kunta bag. Um, but uh, he he took those two dudes with 80 men and 40 horses. 
Okay. It was it was a very very short expedition because uh, Moff got shut down pretty quick mm-hmm. because all of his dudes got killed everywhere they went. Yeah, of course. Especially yeah. if you're not on a horse. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Forty men just tall without a llamas. Horse. Yeah, you know they thought they were tall llamas. You know, tall uh, llamas. Hashtag short sleeve button up llama hey, shirt today. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, he 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 didn't get any further than Colombia. He wanted to go further. He went down, got to about Colombia, and essentially everyone but a few of his crew were killed in every spot that he went. So he's just like, ah, tuck the tail and leave. Because they know the land, and they're just like wandering stupidly through right. the fucking land. Right. And it's kind of like a Revolutionary War shit, where the, the cats were just hiding out. Which is funny, because it's, it's, the the, it's the second Attack. time. It's the second Attack. time he tucked his balls. Yeah. Because yeah, he's a bizotch. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, fuck, that's, that's just wild, bro. <laughs> I know, yeah. it's crazy. He just, he just wants some coca leaves, that's all. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. Put you in the coca leaves, bro. <laughs> So just two years later, after the wounds had been licked, Pizarro, uh, Almagro, and Luke started the arrangements for a second expedition with permission from Pedrias de Valia, the governor, who himself was preparing an expedition north to Nicaragua. It was the dude that appointed uh, Pizarro as mayor of okay. yeah. Panama right. City, yeah. yeah. So they're asking him, it's like, hey, we did a really shitty job, but can we have more men and horses and boats? Hey, you, you to know try what? Again? You know what? You helped me kill that one guy. So fuck it. Let's yeah, go. that one yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, one guy yeah. you helped me kill. Let's go. Like, let's do it again. <laughs> and uh, he apparently was really reluctant to permit uh, him another expedition. Um, but somehow, on March 10th of 1526, Pizarro left Panama with two ships, 160 men, and several horses. Oh, stepping Damn. his game up. Right. Reaching as far as the Colombian San Juan River. Those ships were packed full, though, man. Two ships, 160 people. I know, right? Yeah. Damn, bro. So, <laughs> a stinky ride. Yeah, when they got there, lot. he stayed behind with some of his men and sent Ruiz south for intel. Bartolome Ruiz, after crossing the equator, found and captured a raft under sail with natives from Tumpes. Mm. To everyone's surprise, these carried textiles, ceramic objects, and some pieces of gold, silver, and emeralds. Oh, emeralds, my Making Ruiz's actually. findings in the central the central focus of the second expedition. Some natives were taken aboard Ruiz's ships and to serve as uh, interpreters or... <clears throat> slaves and yeah, uh, essentially slaves yeah uh they then set sail north for the san juan river arriving to find pizarro and his men exhausted from the difficulties they had faced exploring <laughs> the new territory <laughs> so hobie ruiz goes down and is like oh shit we found some some peoples with this crap we're looking for let me go tell pizarro and he gets back up and he's fucked it up again you know because yeah. <laughs> pizarro's a fucker bro. Oh, he kept man. filling up bro that's his thing yeah that's what all three of these cats that we've covered so far columbus cortez and pizarro fell up fell up up so yep. hard. I know, it's bro. crazy. Like, to the point where they affected the entire world. Yeah. To this day. But soon after, <laughs> uh, Amalgro um, sailed into the port laden with supplies and a reinforcement of at least 80 new recruits who had arrived at Panama from Spain. So, uh, Ruiz gets up there. Pizarro's and his men are all fucked up. Uh, uh, Amagro comes over with some fresh meat, and so they're like, "All right, let's go down south yeah. and let's, you know, take these." We, we got some out. fresh legs, but it's like the second wind, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean? second screen. They decided to sail back to the territory already explored by Ruiz, and after a difficult voyage due to strong winds and currents, reached uh, Atacames, I think, on the Ecuadorian coast. Here, they found a large native population recently brought under Inca rule. Unfortunately for the conquistadors, the warlike spirit of the people they encountered seemed so defiant and dangerous in numbers that the Spanish decided not to enter that land. <laughs> Pizarro and Amagro uh, argued until the outcome was that Pizarro would stay at a safer place, the Isle of Gallo, near the coast, while Magro would return to Panama with Luke for more reinforcements. Pedro uh, de los Rios uh, is the new governor of Panama at this point. 
he heard of their recent failures and was reluctant to even consider their request for supplies. In addition, he ordered two ships commanded by Juan Tafur to be sent immediately with intention of bringing Pizarro and his crew back to Panama. Yep. So wow. they fucked up so hard oh, <laughs> that they're like, no, 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 give no, no. me my ships back. Yeah, 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 We're yeah, sending yeah, somebody yeah. to come pick you up, bro. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, bro, I told you to drive my car, but... Uh, you yeah, drunk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give my keys back, bro. <laughs> so, as you could probably imagine, Pizarro had no intention of returning. And when Tafur arrived at the Isla de Gallo, Pizarro literally, literally drew a line in the sand. Yeah, he's the first one to do this cheesy-ass movie <laughs> shit in real life, bro. Pizarro did this shit in real life. Drew yeah. a line in the sand between Peru right. and the other, what's the other? You got it. Get the facts. Oh, the Ia de Gallo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bizarro, yeah, so it said, here, uh, there lies Peru with its riches. Here, Panama and its poverty. Choose, each man, what best becomes a brave Castilian. For my part, I go to the south. Mm. Draw a line in the sand like fucking Clint Eastwood looking ass. <laughs> Fuck is this shit? It's real, it's a real life, bro. I know, it's so good. Anyway. How dumb this motherfucker uh, he, he and his men, the, the, the idiots that decided to stay back. Well, at the time, I would view them as idiots, but they got really fucking lucky. So. Yeah, they definitely yeah. did. True that. Uh, about 13 of them, wasn't it? Yeah. It's only 13 dudes. <laughs> Out of what, 160, 100 yeah. something? Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> um, they, uh, they did go south. They finally reached the northwestern Peruvian Tumbes region. Uh, this is actually the first success the Spanish had hoped for. On subsequent days, uh, two of Pizarro's men, Alonso de Molina and Pedro de Candia, on separate accounts reported back the riches of the land, including the decorations of silver and gold around the chief's houses and and how openly the men were received. The Spanish also saw for the first time the Peruvian llama, llama, which Pizarro called little camels. Oh, that's cute. I know, he's so it's, smart. It's funny, Pizarro you know. thought the llamas were little camels, and oh, the Incans thought that the horses were big llamas. Yeah, yeah. so great. Uh, llamas, bro. Yeah, llamas all over llama the place. Llama shirt. Llama shirt. Cusco. Cusco. <laughs> Gets turned into, anyway. Okay. So then he gathered his men <laughs> I'm gonna for tell a journey you some facts. back to Panama <laughs> <laughs> to gather provisions and more men to essentially go back to Peru and to do with it what he wanted. On his way out, he has given two Peruvian boys to learn Spanish, while he left he two Spaniards to learn Peruvian. Uh, Filippio became Pizarro's equivalent to La Malanche of Cortes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. La Malinche. La Malinche. I said that shit randomly the other day, and Grant was like, why did you just say that? I was like, oh, I was on the head. I was like, where's that? <laughs> oh, I know where that's from. Yeah, the podcast that we do together, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> La Malinche. The mother of Mexico? Yeah. Mm -hmm. On return to Panama, the governor declined his request, so he decided to take gold, silver, llamas, natives, and a few other supplies to go back to Spain to seek help. So he needed llamas to go back to Spain? He took some llamas back to Spain with him. The king was impressed by his findings, but... What the hell is this thing? He left (laughs) for Italy before he gave an answer. Tall neck horse having ass. (laughs) (laughs) Pizarro then went to Queen Isabel who was way more accepting in general of these kinds of requests. Uh, so she signed the Capitulacion de Toledo, which hmm. gave Pizarro his request and mayorship of his conquests and 200 leagues around that land. Yeah, for Jeez. sure. So she's just handing yeah, out yeah. the same shit she handed out to Columbus. Yeah, he, he dipped out, he, out to Cortez. The king dipped out it's as well crazy. because he had some obligations in Italy. Hmm. And what Pizarro brought him was enticing, but right. not endearing. So he just dipped out and he took his shit to Isabel. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. He might have been knocking her off because you never know. He probably probably laid it in there a couple times. Yeah, he slid up in there. Slid up in there (laughs) a couple times. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to talk about his third expedition. Oh, the third one, not the third one. (sighs) Third verse. So it's 1531. Homeboy lands near Ecuador. He found some gold, silver, and emeralds. So he sent them back to Panama. He also moved with the objective to dock in the same place as last time. They already know you're going to be there, Dimpunya bro. Dimpunya natives are there. Yeah, exactly. And um, 
They're already actually hip to, the game. to his surprise, you know, because they accepted him with gifts and um, and and things. Uh, the first time he, he showed up, he was not greeted the same way the second time. There were you know leagues of warriors yeah. there, which is kind of like, wait, what? We showed up and we we're like, hey guys. And they're mm-hmm. like, hey, how's it going? And the like, next oh, time you're like, hey, nah, bro, we oh. can't even fuck with these yeah, cats. Yeah, nah, right. these motherfuckers hey, done gave us smallpox. Stay strapped yeah. and get clapped yeah. out here, kids. <laughs> but he showed up and, you know, the Puna natives were like, fuck you. And they killed three Spanish. That's all they did. That's, that's, all, that's, that's, all? that's, that's all they got. They should have just burned all the damn shit. They should right. have. They should, like, where were Molotovs? Yeah, but, you know? Where was. That yeah, so I mean, they only, they only they, killed three they, Spanish. They, they, I mean, wounded a fair amount. Well, but. they they wounded a fair amount, but they only killed three people out of you know everybody that he brought, and there are hundreds of thousands of people there. Yeah. So then you guys might know this name, Hernando De Soto. Oh, oh De Soto. Oh, De Soto Cavern. Shout out to Alabama, shitty ass. Yeah. Just- um. <laughs> He showed up with a hundred volunteers and a hundred horses. A horse for every man. That's a good, yeah. that's a good start. They're learning. Yeah. Yeah. It's kinda weird. It's like yeah. I'm gonna show up with eighty men and forty horses. Where the fuck are you going? So forty men are gonna die instantly. Yeah, yeah right. Like, uh-huh. like, forty men died like yesterday, <laughs> bro. Appreciate that. Yeah. And once this horse gets tired, it's a wrap for me too. So yeah. <laughs> So he showed up. And since the area was no longer safe. They went deeper inland and established San Miguel Piera, mm. which I don't know. That's just what they established. But Pizarro left 50 men <laughs> under the control of Antonio Navarro and proceeded with 200 men and arrived in Zaran. 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 Spelled Z A R A N. Zaran. <laughs> anyway. DeSoto was, <laughs> was dispatched to. Peruvian garrison and Caxas. Uh, a week later, he came back with an envoy from the Inca and an invitation to meet the Incan ruler. Oh man! See, yeah, this is this is looking very similar, right? To Cortez, to some Montezuma mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But just to throw out some hot hot facts about the Inca Empire, it was the largest empire in pre-Columbian America. And uh, the administrative, the political, and military center of the empire was located in the city of... Cusco. 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 <laughs> no touchy touchy. Cusco. <laughs> Bruh. Emperor's <laughs> New Groove. Please watch it. It's amazing. Yes. Um, we should get paid for promoting movies. We should. Bro. We should. And Disney, please... Um, you're welcome. Yeah. Because yeah. they need it. You I know, mean, obviously. Yeah, Nobody well, knows about yeah. Disney. Disney. They're down is, like 85% from last year. Yeah, Disney as a establishment would they totally are. accept us <laughs> Southern liberals to promote their... Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Disney as a corporation would totally yeah. help us. Anyway, because Walt uh, Disney was not a... Anyway. <laughs> yeah, let's slide up out of there. You guys ever wondered how these three dum-dums were able to put up a podcast? Well, how we did it is Anchor.fm. It's been crazy easy. First of all, it's free. And that's been helpful for us because we have no money. No monies. And it doesn't matter to them. They got all these creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They also distribute the podcast for you. And it can be anywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, like six other ones that I've never even heard of, but they're up there. I've never even heard of them, and our podcast is up there already. You could also make money with no minimum listenership. We got no listeners right now, and we've already started making a little bit of money. How cool is that? It's everything you need all in one place to make a podcast. Anchor.fm. Dude, Walt Disney's a thick subject. We need to cover that at some point. Yeah, we will. Fuck boy. He's a fuck boy, too. Anyway, um, the Inca civilization arose from the Peruvian highlands sometime in the early 13th century. The last stronghold was conquered by the Spanish in 1572. But one thing that happened there is the Incas lacked the use of wheeled vehicles. They lacked animals to ride. And they lacked animals to draft for, like, you know, pulling wagons and plows and shit. And the knowledge of iron and steel they had no idea of. And they lacked a system of writing. Despite the supposed handicaps, Incas were still able to construct one of the greatest imperial states in human history, bro. 
And the number of people inhabiting Tawatensu uh, at at its peak is uncertain, with estimates ranging between <laughs> between four and thirty seven million. Not a big know? gap. Not I a big mean, gap at all. It's like, like one I, or three. I'm pretty one sure that three. every episode that we've given out numbers, it's been like nine to fifty five billion. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like I think it, I think it goes to like um in in the in the time of the Spanish getting there and then wiping the fucking people out. They didn't right. have time to really assess how many people were there and all these people died. You know what I mean? Like most of these people died. Right. So I mean they four to thirty seven million is a, just a rough estimate of like how far reach they had and how right. inhabitable the land right, was. Right. Sort of like a in, population yeah, density exactly. sort of guess. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I mean apparently they kept really great census records um that was like under the control of the local chieftains and stuff yeah. like that. They would report how many people they have. Oh, yeah. All, all the way over oh, yeah. to Cusco, and it just a very few people. They had a little bit of a written language yeah. uh, referred to as like quipus. Um, but very few people knew how to read and write in the Inca Empire. Yeah. And then the second that they came through, they they either disintegrated uh, over disuse, or they were just destroyed simply. Well, see, by Bizarro and his. Dudes. You mentioned the uh, consensus shit and like uh, them being so uh, political, politically uh, enhanced or involved. Um, like for us today, we have like few hundred political people that like kind of run the government. You know, mm-hmm. a few hundred back then in in the Inca land, they had thousands of political people and noble people in mm. their in their society. To where like, uh, to every like fifty people, there was a fucking politician. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so their political influence was heavy. They covered a lot more ground. Yeah, yeah, covered yeah. a lot more ground. They were way more that's diplomatic cool. in the area. And probably yeah. a lot more effective that way. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, of course they were. Well, that, that's why there was not many uh, fucking uprisings and threats like the mm-hmm. Aztecs had or the Mayans had, where like they were brutal to people. So people started uprising and joining with Cortez, like, right, right, right. up with Columbus. See, fucking Pizarro just had to go in and fucking pretty much meet the rule and kill him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, he had no, he didn't have a lot of allies because they're so diplomatic. Mm-hmm. Thing. It's like, I mean, like it's fucking crazy. And without them, we don't have the potato, which saves a lot of people's lives later on. Hmm. Uh, but anyway. Um, Except when, for you Irish who had a famine. <laughs> and potatoes don't like you too much. That was Sorry. a lack of potatoes. Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, when the Conquistadores returned to Peru in 1532. Oh, I like that. I like that right there. Conquistadores returned to Peru in 1532. Hey, bars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a war of secession between the sons of Sapa, Inca, Ho... Um, Hayana, Capac, mm-hmm, that's the dad, and Hascar in Atahualpa. Those are the sons. And unrest among newly conquered territories weakened the empire. Perhaps more importantly, smallpox, influenza, typhus, measles had a spread from Central America um, from our glorious Spanish forefathers. <laughs> 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 the, the force led by Pizarro consisted of 168 men, one cannon, 27 horses. Okay, 168 men, 27 horses, and one cannon. That's right. 28 <laughs> of them motherfuckers gonna be all right. And <laughs> ported lances, ar- ar- arquebuses, steel armor, and long swords. In contrast, the Inca used weapons made of wood, stone, copper, and bronze, while using an alpaca fiber based armor so basically like a thick cloth mm-hmm. for their armor right. put them at a significant technological disadvantage uh none of the weapons could pierce the spanish steel um steel armor in addition due to the absence of horses in america uh the inca did not develop tactics to fight cavalry i mean like who do you see a fucking dude armored up riding a horse yeah I mean, like, no, no, they ride llamas. What yeah. do you, big llamas. Come big on llamas. now. Where the fuck are we? <laughs> big ass llamas. Jesus fucking Christ, guys. <laughs> they rode llamas and they were fucking head to toe with still. <laughs> That's what it is. Jesus Christ. Well, the Inca was still uh, effective warriors, being able to successfully fight the Mapuche. Mm, Mapuche. Yeah. 
Uche, uh, with later, which will later uh, strategically defeat the Spanish as they expanded further south. Man, I almost slaughtered a few of those words there. Mapuche, <laughs> Mapuche sounds like something you left on the rug that you didn't mean to. Mom's mad at me because I made a boom on the rug. <laughs> I made a Mapuche. Mapuche sounds like something. I mapuche all over your porch. Mapuche sounds like something you found in Bangkok. Mm. Ooh, slot about it there. So, like Jesus. Justin was saying, uh, they basically <laughs> had just finished up this massive civil war over uh, leadership, right? So the, yeah. the dad, he passes leadership on to his two sons, dividing the land, and... Of course, that One, causes a fucking upbringing, yeah, uprising, right. bro. I mean, so shit. they they go after each other's fucking throats, right? Uh, Altawapa. They said never up, do business with your family, dog. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he ends up winning, but I mean, you remember how you know, like, fragile America was after the Civil War, you know? So it's just imagine that, and then all of a sudden you've got these you know foreigners with fucking alien technology it, yeah. that has already gotten all of them very sick mm-hmm. with swords and horses and steel and all that bullshit you know so again Pizarro just got fucking lucky you yeah. know yeah. well he got he got lucky because of course he had the steel and the armor but also chemical warfare with the diseases mm-hmm. so they're weakening them without even right fighting so that he gets there you right after this massive civil war yeah. you know so after the, both sides have lost men so warriors are dead on both sides already exactly. there's a shortage of warriors probably right. like it's fucking crazy right? anyways Pizarro and DeSoto went to meet Altawapa and his camp in something they referred to as the Inca Baths, which sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think I'd like to hang out in the Inca Baths, but, you know. <laughs> uh, Pizarro used his translator boy, Filippio, to discuss his plans, part of which was asking Altawapa to pay tribute to the Spanish king. His response was, I will be no man's tributary. Altawapa was like, bro, I'm a king of this whole shit here. I just Why won the, the Civil War. Yeah. I got, like, all this land Chill is out. under my power. <laughs> like, I'm the fucking shit. You can't yeah. tell me what to do. You want do. me to give up what I just got, bro? Yeah. Like, right. Nah, I'm good. So this leads to the Battle of Cajamarca the very next day. So Pizarro invited Altawapa to attend a feast in his honor, and the emperor accepted having just won one of the largest battles in Incan history, like I said earlier, with an army of 30,000 men at his disposal, Altuapa thought he had nothing to fear from the bearded white stranger and his 180 men. Pizarro, however, planned an ambush, setting up his artillery at the square of Cajamarca. On November 16th, Altuapa arrived at the meeting place with an escort of several thousand men, all apparently unarmed, which is smart. odd. Smart. A real smart right. move there, buddy. Uh, Pizarro sent out a priest to exhort the emperor to accept the sovereignty of Christianity and Emperor Charles V. Altuapa refused, flinging a Bible, handed to him to the ground in disgust. Yeah, it's like, what is this, what is this book? What is this crap? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, we got our own religion, bro. What right. is this book? So yeah, Pizarro right. immediately ordered an, an attack. So... Bible gets handed to him. He throws the Bible down in disgust and then just boom. And then muskets just start going off. Buckling under an assault by the terrifying Spanish artillery, guns, and cavalry, all of which were alien to the Incas, like I said. Uh, Thousands of Incas were slaughtered, including his personal 12-man guard that all fought to the bitter end, even after losing limbs. The famous 12. They were Mm -hmm. were literally like holding him up. In the fucking in the uh, in the square or whatever, yeah. In his little throne seat or whatever you yeah, call it, yeah. They're trying to, and keep they're him literally protected. like still holding him and like fighting motherfuckers right. off, so he doesn't touch the ground. And losing and Altuapa's just like along the way, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all keep holding <laughs> me up, bro. Like run that way, like nigga, just hop up and take off, bro. Like <laughs> it is, I don't know. What I was reading about that made me think about like the Black Knight and um, Monty Python and the Search for the Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bite off yeah. your knee. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps losing limbs and they yeah. keep trying he keeps trying to it's fight. It's a mere flesh yeah. wound. <laughs> You're a loony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good shit. Uh, it, but anyways, the emperor was eventually captured and kept in what they called the ransom room. Ransom room. What is that? Like um, some new version of... Escape? The escape game? Uh, the escape game? Let's get the escape, the escape game? <laughs> Yeah, we'll just go with that. <laughs> okay, weird. So uh, Almagra 
who's back in Panama, he shows up in February with 150 more men and 50 more horses for backup. Mm-hmm. Now having this new group for backup, Bizarro told Altawapo to fill a 22 by 17 foot room with gold and two rooms of the same size with silver. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a shit ton. He does it. Altawapo, uh, like, pays that So, debt. cool, bro. I, I've been having that. That's in yeah. the back pocket, player. Cool. Yeah. He made that. one font. Well, he fills two. He made one runner run. He made one runner run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but fills three rooms with gold and silver. Big rooms, mind you. That's yeah. a. Anyways. Um, Shit. Bigger than my room. Although he did that, he was still convicted of 12 criminal charges, including killing Pizarro's half brother and plotting against Pizarro, committing treason against Spain, infidelity, and polygamy. And we don't know the others. No. See, and the thing about the the whole polygamy shit is like, bro, like all these conquistadors have multiple fucking like what are you mistresses what? and shit. Yeah. Like, are you serious? They're just going through just raping like, anybody that'll hold still yeah, long enough. They live like that. Even the and Spanish king was living like that. I what know. are you talking about? It's I mean, like, so hypocritical. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy, well, crazy. That's kind of uh Christianity. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> So, on August 29th, 19, I mean, 1533, the emperor was tied to a stake and offered the choice of being burned alive or strangled by Garrett if he converted to Christianity. Yo, Garrett. In hope of preserving his body from mummification, Antwapa chose the latter, and an iron collar was tightened around his neck until he died in this creepy-ass chair. I had to is look up what a Garrett was. Yeah, I know. Garrett's to, fucking super intense. To get yeah. garroted is uh, it's intense, bro. And then apparently uh, after after they garroted him, they um, they cut his head off for extra measure. Mm-hmm. They did cut Just his head off. Just to be which, extra dicks about it. Yeah, that's, that's such a dick move. That's right. You, you know he's dead. like, And he wouldn't be mummified. Right. But you know, cut off his head just to even... So so more defile this his yeah. body and memory. But anyway. Um apparently DeSoto didn't want to do this and I think Pizarro was like really on the fence about it, but the troops, they're unrest. Just Yeah. They push them to it. Basically, yeah. 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 It's same same type of shit with Cortez and uh, Montezuma where like he came back to unrest and just Montezuma just died. Yeah, I don't think Cortez really wanted to kill Montezuma. Yeah, no, Cortez Cortez did not want to kill Montezuma. I don't think uh, Pizarro really wanted to kill Atahualpa because they seen them as like fucking partners in trade. Like they could fucking like basically have espionage. Well, uh, funny you say that because uh, the king actually um, sent a letter back to Pizarro demeaning him. Or killing Atahualpa. Yeah, because because trait, he said bro. he was nobility. Yeah. You should not kill him. Exactly. You you have that a king ruling a kingdom. Total sense. And you have another <laughs> right. king ruling a kingdom. If they link up, they kind of just rule both kingdoms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. And the trade could be so fucking uh, thick, immense. You know what I'm saying? Like, But, you know. I know. History's a bitch. Right. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> on to Cusco. The actual capital. Let's go, my uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it a place. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, thinking, yeah, not just a movie. Thinking about homie Cusco, man. <laughs> Davis Think about Cusco Topia. Maybe that'll help you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. my vacation home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, don't, no, don't care. <laughs> don't know. Don't care. Where am I going to go with all this? Uh, Almagro <laughs> and his Spanish horde, accompanied by one of the Incan leading generals, who, by the way, was eventually burned at the stake as well. Oh, once uh, they. Yeah. Once they, you know, got what they needed out of him, burned him at the stake. Uh, They ultimately sealed the fate of the Inca and completed their conquest of Peru. Um, By entering Cusco on November 15th, 1533, almost a year to the day of the big (laughs) battle that took Altuapa out, basically, or got him captured at least. Exactly. Pizarro was so impressed with Cusco that he wrote the king, this city is best in the Indies and would rival something in Spain. Which just shows how fucking conceited they were, but of course, you know, yeah. So they they take out one of the largest empires that was four to thirty seven million people, and some of the most beautiful uh, uh, structures as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah for Ma- sure. Uh, Machu Picchu out there, mm-hmm. and like, bro, like that shit is marveled yeah. to this day. I mean, mm-hmm. like, kind of like the Aztec Empire, they had pyramids, yeah. they had unfathomable feats, they had, bro. You know, yeah. these crazy, crazy, you know, exactly. beautiful systems and structures put into place. It's crazy, and they figured out how to grow all that food 
that high in the goddamn sky. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that is pretty crazy. It's pretty about. wild, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah. so I'm gonna talk about the death mm-hmm. of Pizarro. Okay, all right, slide up in there, then. Okay. So there were about 20 guards that showed up with Diego de Almagra the second. They were pretty pissed off at Pizarro, of course. Yeah. With everything he has done towards the Almagros, um, they showed up and assassinated him. Yeah, because I meant to mention earlier, um, uh, Almagro, his homie in arms from the basically day from, two, from the, from the jump, pretty off. much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A one since day two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he <laughs> um, he uh, gets executed after being defeated in the Battle of uh, Las Salinas in 1538. Mm-hmm. Bizarro takes all of his land, leaving his son holding the name Diego, but uh, referred to as El Mozo, bankrupt and homeless. Yeah. Oh, wow. He had nothing. Nothing. So he shows up with 20 dudes pissed the fuck off. Yeah, nothing but the plot to go kill this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what they did. Yeah. And they, uh, but, but whilst killing him, and he's about... Anywhere from 62 to 70. Yeah, because here, you don't here, know really is here goes those numbers up in the air yeah. again. It's but he was 70, no, most of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But around 70, no earlier than 62. Mm-hmm. So he's being stabbed, and while he's being stabbed... It's from the throat, man. He got, hit, he got cut in the throat. Yeah. And started, yeah. like, drawing a cross on the ground with the he blood. He starts the drawing throat. a cross on the ground, <laughs> pleading for Jesus Christ. Jesus, Jesus Christus. Jesus Christo. Yeah. Which, you know. Jesus, please help me. Jesus Christ, help me. The, the thing I, I me, mind you, though, while he's putting on his armor, trying to, like, you know, he got word that they're coming. Yeah. He took out, like, three dudes, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah, and his brothers, his, brothers were hel- <laughs> his brothers were helping him as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, at least one of his brothers, uh, was, who was killed. I mean, he's mm-hmm, a fuck yeah. boy. I don't like him at all, but he went out like a damn gangster. The thing that's hey, crazy well, to me is that we've, uh, seen, initially. we've seen all these <laughs> documentaries about like a shitload on Columbus, obviously. And there's a lot on Cortez, too. Yeah. But to me, Pizarro's not they really, forgotten. Like, they missed the boat so hard with Pizarro. I've never heard of Pizarro until we started because this. Because this last like death yeah. scene, that would be such a perfect reenactment yeah. for a documentary. It'd right? be, a great, it'd be yeah. a great movie, bro. Like, yeah. I get stabbed in the throat and just take the blood from my neck and, and fucking like, draw a cross on, on the ground, ground in Jesus your room. Christo. Jesus well, and then they Christo. Why get stabbed in the back yeah. repeatedly? Yeah. Well, and, and then they put his remains. They just laid his remains into a cathedral. They just like oh, he has, people a, to he come has by. a beautiful fucking uh, tomb thing. Oh in, in no, it's insane! It's wild. Got like a lion on top of it, mm-hmm. like two angels on the side of it. It's like golden fucking leaf and shit. Like it's it's well, wild. After they laid his 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 body, if you will, in different pieces in yeah, this they, cathedral, they cut, his, they cut his head off. They and cut his, his head, head yeah. and they put it under the cathedral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. It's wild. I think it's um, kind of a fuck you. Yeah, Pretty I just strong yeah. one. You know? Yeah, well, it's 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 the same shit they did to Atahualpa. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's kind of one of those like, yeah, you did this to him, so we'll do it to you too. Fuck you. Yeah, but in 1892, in preparation for the anniversary of Columbus's discovery of Americas, uh, Columbus's uh, fucking which is which is not true. Backwards exploration. Yeah, Anything. right. Yeah, discovery yeah. of America. My yeah. ass. He didn't even touch America. Yeah, they, a, uh, bo- a body believed, uh, you know, to be Pizarro was exhumed and put on a display in a glass coffin. 1800s was lit, homie. <laughs> I wouldn't dig up the homie and put him in the, in the museum, bro. Glass case, dog. <laughs> but in, 1800s was something but else. But in 1977, <laughs> uh, men working in the cathedral's foundation discovered a lead box in a sealed niche, which bore the inscription... Here is the head of Don Francisco Pizarro de Marquez. Don Francisco Pizarro, who discovered Peru and presented it to the crown of Castile. So apparently these dudes found, and it, it was actually exhumed and, you know, re, you know, relayed back to, to be his actual remains. Right. Yeah, yeah, And, that, and that's um, when he got that big shrine thing we were talking right, about earlier. Right, right. they actually yeah. found his mm-hmm. real body. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the body in the glass case, uh, for that had been displayed for nearly a century, was uh, the wrong body. Yeah, wrong body. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it had been the wrong body the entire time. <laughs> Bunch of idiots. Yeah, dumb dumbs. So, with all this said and done, Pizarro destroyed the Inca state and other local cultures in just ten years. 
just completely mm-hmm. destroyed. Another. Just ten years. Like ten, and they had like so much decade. knowledge. They had so much knowledge that they could not share because of this. And the same thing with the Mayans and the Aztecs. Um, but the Incas, I mean, like I say, Machu Picchu, bro, like Machu Picchu, yeah. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, the way that they were, uh, the irrigation systems, the way they built that that fucking place too. They knew, but they could not share that knowledge. They couldn't pass that knowledge down because they got fucking. Annihilated, fucking genocide, right. pretty much. Right. And it's fucking like that's what that's what fucks me up the most about uh, the Egyptians, the fucking Mayans, the Incas, the uh, Aztecs. Is like they the they're all the same people. Well, they're all the same people for they sure. They all had knowledge because um, all the Mayans, Aztecs, and Incas were Africans from the fucking first civilization. Yes, for sure. We'll get for there. Sure. We'll get there next episode. Yeah, right. but um, the. Uh, the knowledge that was passed down, that, that was the power that the Egyptians had, was passing down knowledge through written script. And the uh, Incas and the Mayans and Aztecs were passing that down through visual uh, visual explanations and, and uh, group talks and shit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it was primarily with, by rote. Exactly. So like it was verbally passed down in exactly. stories yeah. and things exactly. like that. Exactly. And, yeah. and for them to get annihilated the way they did or to get... Uh, uh, um, Annihilated is good. Yeah, annihilated is pretty much the wrap up. Um, that knowledge died then, right. and it's just now just mystery. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. That's what it fucks me up the most because like they have this knowledge, bro. Like this knowledge that could probably helps understand life, which is kind of fucked up. Structures, too. fucking irrigation, right. all this shit we could know well, more about already. I mean, they. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. They essentially took away. They knew more than the, us right now, probably. They, you know what I'm the, saying? The Spaniards came in and took away polytheism and enacted monotheism. Yeah. They they took away the polytheistic gods that were there for the Inca, the Maya, the Aztecs, and put in Christianity. Mm-hmm. So essentially, um, and, and because all the Spaniards that stayed were still there, everyone else left was labeled serfs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were just put down at the the bottom of the totem pole, if you will. Yeah, yeah. you know they they were just you know they were serfs. They they weren't worth the the time or the attention. Yeah, sounds like a little three fifths uh, situation. Yeah. We'll get there next episode. Um, but also um, before we wrap this up, um, you know, Bizarro, an idiot. Uh, literally, literally illiterate. <laughs> nice. <laughs> literally illiterate pig former cattleman that just lucked up to fucking annihilate a whole people. Also, sprinkle on a little uh, pedophilic. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot too. about this fact. Yeah. Because Ottawapa had this, what, nine year old? Ten year old. Ten year old bride. Yeah. And uh, upon Ottawapa's execution, which is Pizarro, not cool, but not cool at all. Pizarro yeah. uh, snatched her up and he moved her to Cusco. Yeah. Um, by this point, she was about 13. Mm-hmm. And by 16, she had two of Pizarro's children, Francisco and Juan. So he was getting it in there young. Gross. Yeah, Very up, nasty, gross. gross. Super fucked up. Um, and that's something that we can save for Columbus and Pizarro. Mm hmm. And probably Cortez too. Probably, honestly, uh, because you know Columbus was impregnating um, the Tyena, mm-hmm. Tyena yeah, girls are like mm-hmm. nine or ten years old. Yeah. They were like these cats were the real savages, claiming that these peaceful motherfuckers were savages. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and hundred percent. To to just wrap up the Conquistador series three piece <laughs> that we did, uh, all three of these people are fuck boys. Yeah, uh, savages. Um, and unruly, terrible fucking people that I wish never fucking existed. Essentially, on the though, unfortunately, we have been taught in our textbooks that these people are held above. Yeah, that that they discovered and they made mm. life better for everybody. Right. Well, 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 where they're and they brought the textbooks. The yeah, textbooks essentially save these savages. They that revere they him. Have anything to believe in. They revere him. For imposing Catholicism and creating a privileged class of mainly Spanish descent. Gross. That's fucking stupid. The Spaniards were rabbit back then, bro. Yeah. They were back in those days. I mean, you know, and it's just the... How they owned, like, half of fucking America. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, the genocide of all these peoples is obviously absolutely atrocious. But like you were talking about earlier, the fact that their history and culture and how they built cities and cultivated land and all that stuff died with them. And so now exactly, we're going back so through, you know, archaeologists are going through and they're like, holy shit, how would they have yep. had this technology? Oh, and how would they like, do it? Well, you know, if you didn't kill them all, it got um, to the point we might could know that. Where, you know, <laughs> a really popular, if you would have had somebody just write down their history right. rather than just annihilate them on site. Well, they didn't feel like they right. had to write down their history because yeah. there was no need to. Well, because they were just savages. And what fucks me up the most is them thinking that they're so savage, but then coming to these kingdoms, like, I mean, like, like uh, Texcoco, bro. Mm-hmm. It's a floating fucking kingdom on it's islands. Amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Mount, uh, Mount Machu Picchu uh, is fucking floating in the clouds on mountain <laughs> on in, in yeah. the mountain Yeah, right. for it's sure. Like all these wild ass structures and shit, and they still thought these people were savages. Yeah, how the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, see, yeah. that I it's think crazy, is just crazy. the way that history is rewritten by yeah. the victor, in the sense that all three of these guys. Well, in Pizarro's case, I think he had somebody write it down for uh, him. Yeah, of course. Because he couldn't read it right. fucking illiterate. But, uh, you know, Columbus, <laughs> Cortez, and Pizarro all have documentation of being like, this is one of the most incredible, beautiful things mm-hmm. I've, I've ever, ever seen. seen. Well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to destroy it yeah. and kill them all. Well, yeah. uh, they literally what's, just what's weird is that the, the only person, the only person yeah, out exactly. of all three of these guys that didn't have the mindset of let's or uh, the only person that did have the mindset of just like fuck it was Columbus. Oh yeah, Pizarro and Cortez. Columbus was the were fuck actually boy. fucking scared. That's true. They were. They, they did, just reacted. They did not want to. They mess reacted with the to hierarchy. their people, bro. They reacted to their soldiers that were in unrest. Because mm-hmm. Cortez did not want to kill Montezuma for real. Honestly, no. he came back to that situation. They became friends. Like, fuck it, we gotta kill him. And then Pizarro didn't really want to kill Atahualpa, but shit. The people want him dead. Mm-hmm. I got to do it in order to get my rule, in order to get my power. You know what I'm saying? Right. At the end of the day, they're all selfish, dumbass bastards that I wish never existed. This world would be probably better and more inclined um, and not just a bunch of zombies walking around looking at cell phones. Right. But anyway, um, I think this is a wrap up. What we're looking at, like an hour right now? <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good time to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to take you away from your life for too long. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of a sign off. A little bit of a sign off. Oh, shit. Well, I am Justin Hammonds. I'm saying love, love, life. Because it's worth living, y'all. No doubt. I'm Drew Shellnut. Ah. And I'm Grant Bramlett. Everybody out there, I never liked you. I always loved you. And I mean that. I think it's really important that we try our best to acknowledge and appreciate the differences in the people around you and know that sharing that love between another is probably the only way that we can move forward in the yeah. way that things are right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, to go ahead and give a shout out to my family. Um, for you, if you don't know, uh, I lost three uh, people in my family in a matter of 48 hours, uh, a few weeks ago. And, um, uh, you know, one thing my uncle's been saying, my cousin's been saying a lot, it's like, give people your flowers, give people their flowers while they're still here. You know what I'm saying? Like, show the love that you have for somebody while they're still fucking here because you never know when that day is coming. You never know when they're not going to be there anymore. You never know when you can't just text them when you want to. Um, and though those moments that you have with them, when you lose someone, the moments that you have with them are memories that are going to stay with you forever. But also take that same uh, emotion and vibe and create more memories with people that are going to stay with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, yeah, man, just like I said again, love, love life because it's worth living, man. I swear to God, it's yeah. worth living. Um, but um, don't be like Columbus. But yeah. Or and, Cortez. Or yeah. Pizarro. <laughs> yeah. <right. Yep. laughs> and also a shout out to my mom, Sylvia Watkins. Um, she uh, is being COVID right now. She's feeling a lot better. She's over the COVID. Um, so I love you, moms, if you're listening. Um, and um, yeah, man, give people their fucking flowers while they're here, man. Don't wait until you can't fucking talk to them no more. Um, I swear, man, it's, it's, it's real. But um, this has been episode nine of Friends, Facts, and 
I said facts. <laughs> this has been episode nine. <laughs> I was emotional, bro. I was in my, yeah. I, was in, I had that <clears throat> little yeah. frog in my throat. Oh, I got emotional sure. for a second. It's uh, all good. It's been episode nine on uh, Francisco Bizarro of Friends Facts and Fiction Podcast. And this is Friends Facts and Fiction <laughs> Podcast. We out. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. Find us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on everything Friends, Facts, and Fiction. Our Instagram handle is friends underscore facts underscore fiction. As always, please reach out to us. You can send any of your questions, praise, and fact-checking to friends period facts period fiction at gmail.com. It's important to us to only propagate the truth, and we will correct any errors we may have made. This has been a production of Friends, Facts, and Fiction. Fiction, fiction, fiction.